Okay, hello and welcome back everyone. This is Ben Chiriboga, the Chief Growth Officer at Nexo, coming to you with another This Legal Life podcast. If this is the first time that you are checking us out, first of all, hello, welcome, what's going on? Hopefully you are having a beautiful day. The This Legal Life podcast is the opportunity to sit down uh, with really great people like my guest today, Megan, and talk about relationships within the legal industry. Everybody knows uh, knows that legal is run by relationships, both internally and externally. It is a relationship service business through and through. And I am very, very excited to be speaking with Megan Sinise today, who is the co-founder of a very new, very cool agency that she's going to tell you a lot about. But Megan, welcome to the This Legal Life podcast. Yay, I'm clapping for myself. Is that allowed? Yeah, totally, 100%. <laughs> it's just super exciting to, to hear, you know, being presented in that way. So, yeah. yes, um, I'm a co-founder. That means that there are others of us. Um, yes, there but, are. Uh, there's Kathleen Hilton in DC and Jennifer Ramsey in San Diego. They're not here with me. And I'm coming from beautiful Long Island. Um, I love to throw in my accent anytime I can. And the longer I work from home in my basement, <laughs> the more my Long Island accent <laughs> comes out. Um, Damn, so they don't tell you that. They don't tell you that about working from home. The accent comes, <laughs> comes out. Wow. Occupational hazard. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. So super excited to be here. I'm thrilled that anyone wants to talk to me. Um, I have lots of things to say about everything. And so a podcast is a great place to, to let it all out. Yeah, well, we're excited to talk to you today about a very cool uh, topic, which is authentic networking. Okay, so yeah. we're going to break that down. What does that mean? What is networking? What does networking even mean today? What does authentic networking mean? And for the listeners who are keyed in, you know, there's something interesting about legal networking. There is, uh, especially around authentic legal networking. We're going to dive into that as well. But before we do, let's double click on the... Um, on the agency, the new entrepreneurial journey, I think, go ahead and give us, give us, give us the download, give us some leeway. And of course, congratulations. It is a women owned, women run, happy women's month, all yes. of you out there, April, you know, March coming up, coming yeah. into April. So it's, uh, it's exciting. But yeah, tell us, tell us a little bit about where we are, how we got here and uh, yeah, and go into the, uh, into the new venture. Very exciting. Yes, thank you. So uh, a little background about me and my professional experience. I'm, I was in-house at a big, big M-Law. My entire experience had been there for 16 years, you know, kind of starting at, actually starting with accounting firms, which is my favorite story in that um, I joined KPMG. I thought it was a radio station when I applied, like had no idea. Yeah, right? Like no idea what firm they were. And and really that is where I got introduced to professional service marketing. Never heard of legal yeah. marketing before. It's not like it's people's dreams to like become a legal marketer. Um, it wasn't even really taught in school. I don't even know if I'm I'm like, am I that old? I think I might be, but um legal marketing wasn't taught really. And so at KPMG was when I applied through Monster um, mm. when it was like. Oh man, throwback Monster! <laughs> back when you used to say like Monster.com because it had to be very clear that you had to go onto the internet. So Monster.com. Monster. <laughs> I was their first associate at the time. They had all like director level people. They had no idea what to do with me. I had no idea what to do. Um, but 
it did give me the exposure to learning what like account based management relationship mm-hmm. targeting all of those things like what that was and when right. i left kpmg you know left accounting and joined legal it was kind of surprising that there were things that like law firms hadn't done yet and yeah. that i had already you know i'm this baby kind of junior person joining big law and you know from that point on my career had been all in big law i joined a couple other firms after that and my experience at least from my perspective is is unique in that every firm that i had been at was instituting either a client team or an industry program at every firm and most of the way that law firms are kind of set up you have like a practice group and then a bdr and the, the, you're helping the lawyer yeah. um anyway so went all through these big firms and you know we're in our now i am co-founder and principal of stage um mm-hmm. with my two co-founders of course and we have been open for seven weeks for business if you will i don't know when this will come out but Ooh, bop, seven yeah. weeks so we're we're very new and still trying to wrap our arms around just even the wording of like i'm a co-founder i'm right. a an owned business i'm an entrepreneur and what that looks like and what that journey you know yes we've been open for 7 weeks but we've been working on this business for more than 7 weeks to kind of get it totally. you know get it out and and just taking that those lessons learned that from in house and now bringing them into mm-hmm. what we want our company to be and yeah. stage is really focused on relationship building we yeah. that's the, that's the main kind of ethos of our company to help lawyers and bd teams focus on relationships and connect with their clients and of course like grow money right <laughs> grow revenue yeah. deepen relationships so that's really where we wanted to spend the majority of our time and then we have like some products and stuff that we address those things but um yeah so here we are right it's just been a surreal a surreal process to like be on the other side to be out yeah. of big law um a little a little wacky. Yeah. A little <laughs> wacky. Is it is yes. it is it not? Is it not? So um okay, so a couple things. So the yes. first is um you know, we were talking before the podcast started. I love this idea of uh, people branching out outside of legal. You know, I think it's great. Uh, my personal journey is went from, you know, hit 30 and I was like, I can't, I can't be a lawyer anymore. No way. So, um, but you never really leave, right? So you're always, yes. inside. Wow. You're always inside the matrix or the, uh, or the tree grows a new branch, depending on, uh, depending on what. So, you know, kudos to you. I think this is a great story. Maybe we'll have you, uh, you back on for this. Maybe we'll get everybody else back on. So yeah. um, that'll be really, really fun. So let's talk about Kathleen and Jen just really quickly. They are yes. not with us today, but kudos to both of them. Um, Jen, the um, the genius yoga uh, instructor, yes. if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, um, and uh, and and Kathleen, uh, master connector. So yes. uh, those are pretty good descriptions of both of them. So together, you all form a, a Venn diagram of uh, of of power. Hour around BD and uh, and relationships. What what did I miss out about uh, Megan? Uh, Megan, what did I miss out about Kathleen and Jen? Yeah, so we were we were a team in house um, that yeah. left together. So I think what's what's interesting, at least about what well what we think is interesting, you know, about this company is that we were an established team before, and so there are plenty of people who have worked together 
at other companies and then they kind of leave and join up. We, we were together and then left together, which um, was impactful. And I think it's really interesting that you, you know, we're all for women empowerment, but there are also times where people will say like, it's hard to work with other, it's hard for other women to work with other women. And that's not our case. We've been really supportive. And I think people, we have this kind of, I love the Venn diagram kind of expression. Um, I think I'm gonna start using that now because yeah. it is really good. And it is perfect for I'm seeing three. it. I'm seeing it. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, Kathleen is just masterful at, you know, at obviously connecting, right. We talked about that, but she's was, is very senior in terms of where she had been previously. She was a senior director prior to, to our launch, um, extremely client facing really understands what the client's kind of attitude and tone are about certain things, knows how to approach and coach the senior lawyers and firm leadership in getting the right messaging to them. And so that might be something just like simple, like a chair visit, but also in terms of like perhaps a workshop or a client offsite, you know, clients were really turning to her as an extension of their team, as well as being Mm -hmm. in-house. And then for Jen, she's extremely analytical. Um, and really thoughtful, like really thoughtful with yoga, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yoga teacher, right? Yeah, it's totally. And puts the t- together these like insanely rich, impactful research reports. Um, we've done, she's done really amazing scripts for for lawyers for either like like a podcast or, you know, or, yeah. or events where it's not just what to say, like, hi, I'm Megan and I work at blah, blah, blah firm it's, it's like steeped in research, right? It's steeped in in giving them that background in a particular subject matter. I mean, yes, the lawyer knows that part, but if it might, might be about that client. So Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a nice kind of overlay. I feel like I bring speed. (laughs) Okay. I'm getting excited. I can tell I'm even talking faster (laughs) like at this moment. Um, Let me slow down. So I think there's a nice kind of overlap between the three of us where you have like Kathleen as this like great strategic, I I feel like we're all strategic, but like this great strategic thinker, Jen is really grounded kind of in like research, Mm. um, problem solving. And I feel like I'm literally in the middle of kind of both, right? Where I'm like, ah, it's good enough research or like, oh, that's strategic enough, right? And pushing and kind of pushing it forward. So it's really nice, this like three pronged approach or event diagram, love it. So um, it it. it works out really nicely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a a great, great Venn diagram, great three-pronged bench. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. Triptych, uh, triptych art, art projects. Lots of lots of different things uh, that you can go with. Illuminati, you know. um, There we go. Triangle. So it's great. We uh, we're gonna have you both on to sort of. uh, like no one's ever really yes. on top, you know. We're we're all like a flat. Ooh, you know? nice, nice. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So we'll so we'll have you on. I love it. I love the visuals. Um, we'll have you on one time because maybe you know there's also the internal relationships that go along whenever you um you know leave one scenario and go into another scenario. Oh, yeah. But we're not gonna get there because we're gonna we, we want to get to the substance. But I want to just yes. bring up one last 
I know important relationship that you have, which is you have two kids, right? You're a mom, if I'm not mistaken. And you know, working with your kids and all the rest of it. You wanna you wanna shout out to all the all the working moms out there and what that's been like. Say say, yeah. say a word for that. Um, I think seven seven and four maybe. Yeah. Oh, good memory. Yes. Yeah, oh damn. Six okay. year old and a four year old. Um, she's gonna be God. seven. And she's counting down the months. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Shout out to any working parent um, or a double working parent or single working parent. Um, it's, it's not easy. Um, I mean, not to take it to like a negative place. Like a lot of parents are not okay. Like they need a lot of support. They need a lot of resources. We're stressed out. They're on high alert, um, making sure our kids are safe. But so, I mean, one of the things at, at our launch at, at stages launch is to support working parents across you know, across at any level. So what we did at the launch of our business was to announce, I mean, kind of informally, but like on our LinkedIn page. So if you didn't see it, right, it was like on LinkedIn that we offer four free BD coaching sessions for any parent who is going out on a parental leave. So dads want help. We're happy to help them. Moms want help. Happy to help them. And it's kind of, they can be broken up and multiple ways, you know, two perhaps before you leave to say like, what do you need to tell your clients? How do you need to prepare them that you're going to be leaving? Um, let's pre- prepare kind of a warming draw strategy for you to like keep your clients warm while you're out on leave. Take your time, please go. Like also like you need to heal if you're the one birthing. Um, so do that. <laughs> and then also too, when you come back, like what is what is actually a priority in terms of what you need to tell your client and like, let's help break that down. And so we're offering four free sessions for any parent going on leave um, because we are, um, we really want to support parents in that way. And I had a really supportive team in house and with Jen and Kathleen, and we wanted to be able to like put our money where our mouth is um, even at the onset and come up with something that is actually going to help. We think we hope so. If you're out there and you want some help, let us know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, in case you mi- you missed it on the LinkedIn page, we will be sure to put this in the uh, in the show notes as well. So that's great. Yeah. So kudos to y'all. That's uh, that's amazing. And kudos to the kids out there putting up with their parents, you know, working out there and uh, just yeah. just it's behaving like, no so well. Phone. I'm sure. Yeah, you know. Put your phone down. You know, that's <laughs> yeah, sort of right. the. I mean, we kind of ties into the relationship, right? You want to be available yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, there's beauty and not having to be physically in the office or in wherever, you know, in the building, whatever, there's beauty in that, that you can be home, but it's harder for boundaries. Yeah. And when you're building your relationships virtually, you want to show that you're accessible. Um, but now my, you know, my children are like, please put your phone down. <laughs> no more phone, no work email at the dinner table. Right. So you have to be really clear with those, uh, with those boundaries, but yeah putting up with your parents working all the time or being like, yes, (laughs) right. Exactly. So if any kids out there want to come on the podcast and talk about healthy boundaries with your, with your parents, reach out to me, reach out to me. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, um, this is, this is a good jumping off point because today substantively, um, although this is all good substance, you know, but, um, today's topic is all around authentic networking. And I think it's interesting because, um, showing up authentically in the legal industry, TBH, uh, can be more of a challenge, uh, than at first blush. But I think we're going to dig into, um, a couple of good points about why you need to show up authentically, how to do 
do it, how to do it across different mediums, social, et cetera, um, and really maybe a little bit of a shift in mindset for um, the actual legal industry. So where do you think is a good place to start? Maybe maybe the importance of of building authentic connections in your professional relationship and showing up authentically. So what, what, what the F are we talking about here? You know, what does this mean? <laughs> what are we talking about? Authentic. I am authentic. I'm a, you know, I do my job. I'm a lawyer at the end period. Yeah. You know, is that that's authentic, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's so, well, yes. I'm like so many things, but, um, I guess it depends on too, like where the person might be in their career and, the type of firm that they're at, right? There's some firms that are just more conservative than others in terms of like what they will allow. It's it's tricky. Um, so this, I guess this is where I would start. I feel like we, we the three of us, um, you know, Jen, Kathleen and I have coached lots of lawyers and have worked with lots of lawyers across the network to figure out where are their connections and where are the people that they actually wanna like talk to. Um, there's, there's of course a formality when you're a lawyer, I mean, obviously, I'm sure you can talk, you can talk to this, but I think there's a big pushback happening right now, just like not just in legal, but just in general, like in the world where people are like, I, I am done with whatever box I'm supposed to fit in. And so I think it's about finding what's comfortable for that individual person. And at least for me, that's what authentic means, right? So mm -hmm. last week, I think. Yes. Last week I posted what I think is like an insane photo of myself making like crazy faces. Um, and my friends were calling it like I had like a claw hand and my face was red and I was like making like this, like kind of like Godzilla face. And I posted it. On, How like, did I miss this? Yeah. I would have smashed that like right there. Yeah. You should go look. But I will. I'll my, bring it up. My post, the reason I bring it up is this. Um, the post was about authentic networking, right? Like, yeah. I was really, I went to this networking event for my, for me, for my business. Um, it's, you know, very interesting now to be on the other side. We have been coaching mm. lawyers in-house to say like, you need to get out there and you need to go make connections, yeah. grab all the business cards. And, and now I'm on the other side. And <clears throat> I don't know if necessarily like networking events is my thing. I mm -hmm. love one-to-one kind of -one. and that's mm -hmm. again, the, the advice, you know, whatever, take it, take it earlier. Like that's my suggestion is mm. to like find what works for you and like kind of throw out the rule book mm. and what feels comfortable. I mean, there is a little bit of push, right? So I went to this networking dinner. It was amazing. And there were all these like beautiful pictures coming out of all the other guests. And then there was this like crazy looking picture of me. And so that was not posted, right? It was, it was like a private link and nobody posted it. And I, just laughed my ass off looking at yeah. this photo of myself. And um, and then I decided, well, if I'm gonna be continuously true, now mm. I've gotten a little on, the, this is the extreme end of the spectrum. Yeah, we, we feel it, we feel it, yeah. You know, yeah, right, which is why right, right, right. I'm using it. Right. I decided I was gonna post it. I, my friends were yeah. kind of, my, my advisory board was like challenging me to do it. I accepted the challenge. <sighs> I feel mm -hmm. like that's true. That is the faces that I make. Um, I was talking, you know, in an authentic way. I am pretty sure I was actually talking about being a working parent and the free services yeah. we were giving at that moment, but, yeah. um, you know, I'm animated. And so I decided I was going to lean into that. Am I suggesting that every lawyer or chair of the firm 
post sure. photos like that on LinkedIn? Of course not, right? right? You know, that's not your brand. That's not what you need to do. Um, but can you talk about, can you network on LinkedIn, for example, if sustainability is your, if you're an environmental lawyer or you're an energy lawyer and sustainability is important to you, can you add a couple of sentences about why it's important yeah, to you? Yeah. And then lean yeah. into, you know, your legal expert opinion. Can you, I think that's part for what, where I am leaning towards guiding lawyers about what is authentic. And yeah. also just like taking a moment and asking their contacts, like, how are you? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, this will sound like there was, we had a lot of experience with not just like our in-house, but other people in our network, other BDRs were, particularly during the pandemic, we were asking, everybody was asking people, like, have you contacted your clients? Um, and they were like, yes, we did. I'm like, well, did you ask them how they were? Like, oh, no. <laughs> so like, <laughs> Next uh, pandemic. It's just, just like, ask them, how are they, right? You know, there's some relationship that you just, you get so comfortable or it's so fast moving that it's mm. just about the transaction and you need right. to kind of move out of that modality a little bit mm. and just say like, Hey, how are, like, Hey, how are you? You had a dog around? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like just like yeah. ask, ask yeah. some personal questions. Um, people love to talk about themselves. Obviously, that's fine. So. <laughs> okay. All right. So I want to jump in because, you know, yeah. implicit implicit in this is the assumption that authenticity is good. And, um, of course, I agree with you. You know, if sure, anybody follows sure. me on like that, yes. But, like, you know, let's, um, let's, let's play the devil's advocate here. And um, let's just make the case for being authentic, uh, good today, high return today. And maybe give me your personal philosophy on why. I'm sure you've thought about this, you know? And then because there's going to be a lot of people that just say, oh, I'm authentic and yeah, being authentic is good and da, 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 da. But, you know, I think people really need to hear why authenticity in a sort of broken down. And mm. I'll, I'll give you my two cents. But, you know, my yeah. two cents is that uh, basically um, um, we, uh, with the advent of sort of like, social media with the advent of a lot of connectivity people have become um very connected but what they sort of see is that there's a lot of different versions of people and so people are highly a, we have a um, if i dare to say it a conscientiousness or a consciousness that really understands when somebody is being uh inauthentic versus authentic and can kind of understand these different platforms uh, and these different sort of faces. And I think it's a little bit more exaggerated uh, these days and people are much more sensitive to that um, in that capacity. That's just my personal philosophy. So it's mediated by technology um, that has allowed for people to uh, be overly sensitive uh, for things whenever it feels like it's too staged, uh, let's say in that in that way. Are, are you, yeah, okay. Are you saying something like, um, again, this is where I'm going to date myself, like those celebrity magazines that'll be like, celebrities, they're just like us. It'd be like pictures of them, like at the grocery store. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Something exactly. like that. Um, yeah, totally. yeah. I mean, I also think that there's a fine line, for, you know, for, I think, particularly for lawyers or maybe even ones that are trying to make partner to find what that, uh, what that looks like for them, like how authentic mm -hmm. they can kind of be. Uh -huh. uh, because you, of course, you need to play into 
I'm going to use an example, I guess. So if you are don't want any oil and gas at all, right? If you're a lawyer and you want no oil, no oil, but your firm represents like the biggest oil company, then that's, that is going to be a problem for the firm. Now, what I would recommend is that now if you've decided as that lawyer that that is uh-huh. true to you, then find another company or work for a uh-huh. different company that you can align your values with versus uh-huh. just being stuck uh-huh. and miserable in a place that isn't aligning with whatever your core values are. And so I think there's that's part of like the pushback. Um, yeah. Or if you are like, no, oil is totally fine, man. Like I want to like do drilling and make and, and do oil, uh, gas pipelines and whatever, then like go uh-huh. towards that direction, whatever feels kind uh-huh. of authentic to you, then you can align that. But you're not going to know what that is if, unless you're like being true to yourself, which sounds like very uh-huh. woo-woo, but um, no. it's just one more way to align like your personal work style to your to your company, to your firm, and then also find clients that are going to be attracted to that, mm-hmm. right? If you're just like this miserable person, mm-hmm. um, stuck in a firm that you don't want to be in, then right. you know it's gonna people are gonna know. They're yes. gonna feel, gonna feel that energy. Okay. Yes, I I agree. I agree. Um, not woo woo. There 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 is energy out there. Um, yeah, absolutely. That that's that's real. Um, okay, so let's uh, not being sarcastic. It is. Um, so let's do this. How do you balance this? How much authentic- authenticity is too much authenticity? Because there's a, there's a there's a place for professionalism. There there always is, you know. I mean, um, this is like a cliche example, but like I'm not sure that I want my open heart surgeon to be like completely authentic about you know the state of things. I'm not sure. Maybe I do. Probably I would, but you know, it's like there's a sensitivity to this. Do you yeah. have any best recommendations around this idea of balancing professionalism with authenticity? And, you know, do you go, do you go highly professional and then highly authentic, or do you try to blend them two together? I sort of like the, I always like the, uh, the extreme ends of things, you know, like, uh, you'd be like very authentic and you push yourself to post that photo with like a red face and, uh, what was it? Like a, like a claw. claw. Yeah. Claw, claw hands. Claw, claw I mean, hands. It was and, you know, the, the, these, these things. <laughs> Right. Exactly. As far as <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. Exactly. As, it's yes, right. Um, right. Right. I. This is a, that's a good one. I'm like I. Um. I don't know. I don't pretend to be the expert, but I mean, I have thoughts about it. I think it's. Uh, I think it's about what you what your think about what your end outcome is. Right. I do. There is like I. I push for me personally. I push to show up show up real like what you see is what you get um it has attracted people to reach out and say I really like sounds very cocky but like I liked your content and so like let's connect and I think that's been really surprising to me it encourages me to to continue to write in that way um but I do think before I post everything and like what is my end outcome for posting this do I want people just to know that I exist do I want people to feel something is there a message here that I'm trying to get across? And I think that might be helpful for people who are trying trying to come off as authentic and then it falls totally flat, like mm. not trying to pick on. There's like a bunch of CEOs crying who posted on LinkedIn or Instagram or something who had to lay off people. And right. people were very upset about that because that was yeah. just not, I don't think they were understanding the place that they came from. Um, I don't think that, that the person who posted it was understanding like their position of power. 
And so now mm. I am on my own company. I can, there's some freedom, right? And I'm mm. um, not sure I, if I was still in house, if I'd be posting pictures like that, yeah. but I can do right. what I want now. Um, yes. So, yes. You know, right. there, there's a little bit of, of uh, pushing the boundaries and finding some place that you feel comfortable in and surrounding yourself with clients and contacts and employees uh -huh. and workers who align with that and, and are also different, right? You don't want to align yourself with everybody that looks and sounds like you, like you want diversity, uh -huh. but um, I think it's just knowing what the outcome is. Like if I'm going to say this thing that feels really authentic to me, is it going to hurt someone? Is it going to hurt someone? Then like, don't say right. that, right? That's, that's just being rude. <laughs> so. Right. right. Okay. All right. I totally agree with you. And I, it, it really is a mixed bag. I think that tracks back to, again, your personal, your personal goals and your personal outcomes. And, um, I want to ask you another question because this is, this is interesting. Let's get real for a second, you know, and let, let's use you for, for a second. You know, I read your post today about the recent school shooting, um, that you put up, um, yes. on LinkedIn and, yeah. um, of course, I don't. I don't have children, but but you do, and uh, it was incredibly authentic. But even more importantly, it was vulnerable, right? And it yeah. really came from a place of caring and vulnerability. Yeah. So, using that, um, what was your thought process around that around that kind of post? Many people don't post about school shootings on LinkedIn. Um, this is, and we can take this in two directions. We can take <laughs> this in the platform form, you know, yes. and what's appropriate and what's not. And what are you seeing out there? Because there's a lot of people who I'm sure have strong feelings uh, about uh, what's happening. Um, and then, you know, you can take it about vulnerability as a measure of authenticity. Um, and then um, I could tell that it was it came from a place of worry and uh, and, and from a place of um, exasperation, I guess. Um, and, and also as reaching out um, uh, in a way to, to, to feel supportive. So, you know, that all bundled up felt authentic. Right. Yeah. Um, and, um, it had nothing to do with BD and marketing, you know, so, uh, it did not, or the legal industry or anything else, not. but you know, this would be a line that many people I think would not feel comfortable crossing except in the most private of circumstances yeah. and certainly not in a place like, like, uh, LinkedIn or, or BD. So that's kind of like the prompt. Um, but, but, but it tracks back to this big thing, which is it did show up hella authentic. So maybe you yeah. want to talk about how you weighed that. Yeah, um, I was, mm -hmm. yes. Okay, so I think the next day, there's there for that piece in particular, um, I even thought about like, if I post it, you know, will people think I'm just posting for posting sake, right? Like mm -hmm. just to like sure. joining on the conversation. And, um, I just decided that I felt compelled to say something and if nobody looked at it, then that's fine. And so maybe it was more about me. Maybe it was a little more selfish, uh -huh. right? That like, yeah. I wanted to think of something that I could do. Um, I'm in, you know, we have friends, um, who live in Nashville and I don't know anyone that was personally affected, but although we are kind of all affected because we should be all worried and concerned about the nation's children, but you know, whatever. Um, I mean, I felt really moved that day. I mean, I do tell my child when I drop her off at school, like to be safe. And I yeah. am referring to like, listen to what your teacher said um, uh -huh. so that you don't die. I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's heavy, it's heavy shit. Um, uh -huh. And 
I think there is some power in the in the platform and I am part of why I decided to leave the comfort of a secure, you know, mm. paycheck and become a salesperson or a consultant or a coach or whatever, entrepreneur, woman-owned business mm. or whatever word feels appropriate is to say what I want to say and mm. be in charge of my right. own narrative and um and work with clients that are drawn to that. Um and if that's too loud, then, you know, hopefully we can work. There's other people that, you know, we don't have to work mm -hmm. with those people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think my thought for that was that I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. um, I'm worried. And I was hoping that it would encourage other people to, to donate, to, to write their politicians, to sign the petition, mm -hmm. to think about what else we can do. Um, but yeah, that was a very authentic post to me and I was, you know, really struggling. Um, and it felt a little bit kind of cathartic to like write a little bit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and have other people share in that content, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know well, we were going to talk about that today. Huh. It's okay. It's okay. We're going there. <laughs> you know, let, let, let's just, let's just, you know, putting this aside and I think, um, you know, just, just. The, the the weight of that aside, let's just 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 talk about posts that are vulnerable on topics that are also vulnerable. Let's just use that category of things. And, you know, as somebody from the outside who knows lots of people in business development, marketing, lots of agencies, lots of lots of people in house, both out house. You know, I just want to say that kind of thing as a post really sort of resonates um, and it. Um, and um, there's weight and gravity toward it. You know, you get, and I think maybe this is just the point that I'm driving at. It doesn't, we're, we're putting aside whatever the content, just that when we talk about content that is vulnerable and authenticity, it has a weight and a gravitas that resonates with human beings on a level that is deeper than any pitch or anything else can sort of like resonate with. And I think just if we want to, this is not the most important part of that post, but if we want to, if we want to color that with a, how is it effective for purposes of networking, branding, all of this? I think we can we can all separate these things and hold them simultaneously in our mind. You know, these sorts of things resonate deeply because it resonates with the deeper emotional path, pathos side of people, the deep meaning meaning side of people um and at the end of the day that's that's still good for purposes of uh company building that's purposes for connection uh and it's good for relationships which at the end of the day that's that's what all of this is kind of like based on so i just i want to i want to i want to give that to you as as kind of like important in, in that way yeah um so yeah i can comment on that i think people sure. want to be People want stories. People want to hear sure. stories. Um, I want to be entertained. And I, you know, you go on LinkedIn for connection. And I've been really, I think for me in the last, you know, it's been not that long, but in the last seven weeks, I've been really surprised by um, the power of LinkedIn, the power of the uh -huh. people using LinkedIn. People have been reaching out to me. Um, I've been reaching out to people and we've been connecting virtually. And then I've been meeting them in like real life, right? Like, uh -huh. I mean, meeting people that are, strangers um yeah. you know in coffee shops or whatever and what have you and really knowing each other kind of already and so i think there is some there's some benefit to kind of being out there and I, you know 
I use the picture as an example. That's very extreme. Am I suggesting mm. that an M&A lawyer <laughs> go and do that? No, but is there a story behind some, sure. is there some story behind the deal, the way that the partners worked together, the way that there was cross-functional, how quickly mm-hmm. they closed mm-hmm. the deal or how successfully they closed the deal? Is there a story that can be told in your posting about the deal, right? Like you can definitely yeah. do your press right up, but from a personal perspective of like building you know, I don't want to say people or brands, but like building your own profile in terms of what you want to put out there, there is a story that you can write around it that still feels compelling, that's still super professional, not a claw hand, right? You know, that that can be accompanied with, right, that can be accompanied by by that content and it can still feel authentic. Um, And it doesn't have to be about dropping your kids off at school and it doesn't have to be videos of your face. there's yeah. many different ways to do it. And I think that's really what my net message just kind of generally is. Like there are yeah, many ways right. to do it. Find the one that works for you. If like walking into um, big networking um, events, like Jen loves big networking events. She loves it. She thrives on it. She's like, it's my jam. I'm like, good. My you jam, go my do jelly. This. Right? Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I'm like sweating. Um, and I'm talkative, right? Like yes, you, right. I'm yeah, married. I'm a lot like you. I'm a lot like you. Yeah, it's like, like those things talk, get overwhelming. But yeah, right? right, I would be. I'm thrilled to be on stage. I don't want to yeah. be in a big room. It's like doesn't yeah. make sense to me. And there, I'm sure there's somebody who can unpack that sure. for me. But sure, sure, it's not right, thing. right. Um, so if that's not your thing, then don't do it. Sometimes, right? But lean into what feels comfortable, because then you'll be more authentic, right? It all comes around. Mm, yes, um, totally, you know, writing if none of that is your thing then like do writing do webinars do cles or mm-hmm. take your client out to a coffee take your client out to a dinner whatever whatever they works for them um as as the person but also what works for your client too right like mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about what right. works for the lawyer yes right right thank you um, yeah, kind totally. of one-sided it it's you know, a both end clause it's yeah, both ends right if yeah. your client is super engaged, um, loves to do speaking opportunities, then maybe you can, you, your BD team can help them get one. Yes. Um, maybe you can collaborate on an article with your client if they love to write. Maybe you do a LinkedIn post together. I don't know, right? There's lots mm-hmm. of ideas that you can do that makes yes. the relationship kind of flow both ways. And you're not going to know what that is until you ask them. And you're not going to know how to ask them if you're not authentic. You're not going to know anything if you don't talk to them, right? So yeah. Right. Um, it's just like being a little more human. And I think people are, are being really receptive to that now. And I think this, everything is changing. People are just yes. want more connection, want more storytelling, people pushing back on old traditional ways. And I think, I hope people are ready for it. It seems like people are. So mm. yeah, it's totally, I, um, when you were talking, I'm reminded of a, um, uh, about meeting people where they're at, which is a beautiful, yes. empathetic thing to do, by the way, you know, and it's, it's really, um, that's, that's, that's a, that's a special kind of kindness. It reminds me of, uh, Carl Jung. I, uh, you know, the famous Swiss, Swiss, uh, psychologist, he said, um, you have to meet people at the depth that they have met themselves. Um, and to do that is, is a kindness. So, you know, that's yeah. something I always sort of take to heart, uh, as well. Um, and you know, and that's part of good business development. 
my guts, yes. you know, at the end of the day, we, it can all bubble up, which is how much do you know about where, the, how and how they like um, to be communicated with? Um, uh, what's their love language? I'm just kidding, but not really. Yes, you know? sure. What's oh, their love language? Right. Yes. I mean, we, we've done that too in the past where we have figured out what a client's communication style is and then disseminated right. that information to the team, to the team of lawyers. Um we, we have some workshops that Stage has put together. It's called Network Where You Are. And it's essentially like, a, we love play on words. It's a play on words. So you can network where you are in your career, right? Network where you are physically in the town, perhaps, that you live in. Like, mm-hmm. we'll kind of overlook that. I have been mm-hmm. overlooking, you know, where I live. Totally. Like, no one cares about Long Island. We only care about Manhattan. Um, right. So um, <laughs> there's, you know, there's a little bit of that. And... Um, so I love, yeah, I love that of like meeting people where they are. Again, I keep using like, you don't need to do a cloth picture, right? You yes, don't need to right, do right, intense right. pictures of yourself. You can write yeah. like some beautiful sustainability post or, you know, about a recent legislation that passed and why it's important to your clients. And that can still be authentic without being like, I dropped off my kid and then I had breakfast. You don't need to write that, right? Mm, <laughs> you know, you can still right, be authentic right. without showing up on social media. There's lots okay. of other ways. So. Yes. Okay. So let's, from your perspective and everybody's <laughs> perspective, everybody has a little, everybody's right. Uh, everybody, everybody has a little piece right. of, everybody has a little piece of the truth. Yes, absolutely. Uh, some people have more pieces of the truth and some, you know, but everybody has pieces of the Everyone's truth. Right. Totally. Okay. Yes. I um, And not in like a, everybody gets a uh, gold medal uh, soccer kind of way. Uh, but um, let's end with, next steps, tactical stuff, you know, but specifically, I want to talk about it from the perspective of, I don't know, let's just say, you know, a lawyer who really feels, let's just line this up, you know, a lawyer who is uncomfortable from from the perspective of vulnerability and authenticity comes from a place of still thinking that professionalism has been working very well for her, or them uh, moving forward um, is also not in a supportive environment, um, doesn't really have a personal brand as such. And then also just maybe like, I'm, damn, I'm really like layering it in on, on you. You know, the industry itself doesn't feel like it's, it's an industry that it's, uh, it's not, it's not sexy startups or, uh, you know, Oh. cannabis or I don't even know I'm just like extrapolating out that those that they those for industries, banks. But, <laughs> they were like yeah. working bank clients okay you know no, I love banks. you know but this money. resonates yeah yes but this resonates in a way and and at the end of the day they know this person knows she knows that showing up authentically in her in her private life has done wonders for her um so you know how do you start to 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 bridge that um, I know it's a toughie and you're not going to answer and, you know, it's a one step of many steps, but you know, do you want to, you want to think about oh. <laughs> something like this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think for this pretend lawyer, um, yeah. I think the delivery of services still of course needs to remain professional, right? Like that's what makes yeah. you a good yeah. lawyer. And, um, that will still be perfect and, per- and deliver perfection and depending on, what this lawyer is doing right there there's i think what's so tricky about the legal industry as non as a non-lawyer is sometimes depending on what kind of law people's lives depend on it right or like the outcome that's not usually what where we have been playing but 
there's then you want your lawyer to be perfect, right? If you have uh, a heart surgeon who's like drinking on the weekends, uh, I probably uh, don't want to see them posting that their authentic, you know, Burning Man life. Um, uh, but um, so I think that's part of where it's tricky. I guess if somebody came, if a lawyer came to us and asked, you know, how do I show up as my authentic self and I'm delivering perfect legal services is not that, you know, we don't have to worry about legal services. Uh uh I would lean into maybe organizations where their legal services or their legal brain could be of value. Uh, So perhaps if we went to like going back to the heavy stuff, um, you know, moms against guns or moms demand action, um, or Sandy hook organizations, like maybe they could, I'm just playing in that space as that's what we talked Uh about. Perhaps they can be authentic there. And yeah. they do pro bono work, mm-hmm. um, or they join networking groups that are similar to wherever they feel mo- most authentic. That's still like mm-hmm. aligned with their their skills. Um, if you're a partner already, you know it's hard to transition from other firms. But maybe you find another firm. Maybe you open up yeah. your own firm. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But there could be small. There can be small incremental changes that might make you feel like you're showing up for yourself because I think you need to take care of yourself. And we see so many articles about the the mental health of the legal profession. Um, and so if people are taking care of themselves and what that looks like, perhaps this will be less of an issue, right? Um, mm. And showing up in that way. But that would be some of the steps, like lean into the things that they that they like, um, that she likes to do. Maybe uh-huh. if she likes to write, then she can write towards that type of content and see what uh-huh. happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, I did not pull any punches, I gotta say, and you did an incredible job. I don't know about you, but I'm sure everybody listening to this is gonna take that away. And also that you yeah. are very authentic and very vulnerable here on this podcast. Oh, so meta, meta, it was, yeah. uh, you, pre- you practice what you preach. And lastly, nobody yeah. saw this because it's a podcast, but I kept on doing the claw hand while Megan was talking, <laughs> trying, to make her, trying to make her laugh. And uh, she's just like a consummate pro and just got right through it. Okay, any parting words? Uh, what's going on? Tell us a little bit more about stage. Anything cool that you guys want to that you want to want to pass along? What's uh, yeah? How's uh, what do you think Q two is gonna gonna feel oh. like and, and sound like? Yeah, what are you uh, hoping for? I'm I'm hoping that we that stage um, is takes the stage. <laughs> um, Love I, it. Pun. Yes. Um, I would hoping that um you know we're a little shop we are increasing our visibility so i would love to be kind of center stage more um but we really want to be um well we say that but we're also big on behind the scenes right that's like a lot of our our positioning is all about being behind the scenes and helping lawyers Mm -hmm. and bd teams with whatever it is that they might need to develop relationships grow grow industries um grow key account management programs so um hoping that there's just more that we, that we can just keep living the dream. This is actually our dream now. So like people used to kind of say that like in this like negative way, like, Oh, how are you? Like, Oh, I'm just living the dream. Right. Like you're just like Mm, grinding out your nine to five, but this is our dream. Um, so we're, we're living it. So it's great. Um, so visit us, right. Like look at our website. We'd love that. Follow us on LinkedIn, all the socials. Um, reach out if you want to collaborate, reach out if you want to get in touch, virtual coffee, you want to look at my claw hand, whatever, right? <laughs> we're, we're here for it. We're here for it. 
I just did the claw hand again, uh, and she she didn't break for like the sixth time. So wow, really good. But uh, Megan, thank you so much for being on the This Legal Life podcast. Shout out to Stage, a really exciting new BD and marketing agency doing some really cool things. Check out their offers, coaching, one-to-one, one-to-many, key account client programs, um, how to be authentic, maybe, who knows, coming yeah. up. I, I, I'd like to see a webinar on this, maybe. Um, mm. I think, shout out shout out to Kathleen and, uh, and Jen. It's, uh, it seems to be great. The Venn diagram, the uh, the rotating triangle, yes. um, the, uh, the three-legged stool. It's, uh, it's a powerhouse over there. So really excited for for that and yeah and thank you for joining us for another this legal life like subscribe uh give us comments if you like this if you want to see somebody on this podcast hit me up i am on linkedin all the time you know where to find me i'm not hard to find um yeah, yeah let us know some co- some cool people that we should be talking to um that's it everybody take care and we will talk to you soon bye everyone and yeah until next time be authentic and vulnerable it's cool all right bye everyone <laughs>